2: Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, Theodora Goes Wild. The starring players,
1: this is Irene Dunn, this is Carrie Grant, this is Hanley Stafford.
2: Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players in one of your all-time favorite screenplays. Columbia Pictures' great success, Theodora Goes Wild. It stars Cary Grant as Michael Dobbs, Irene Dunn as Theodora, and Hanley Stafford as Arthur Stevenson. The Lady Esther Screen Guild Players in Theodora Goes Wild. What happens when a sensational first novel by Carolyn Adams defies all the customary conventions of print? (laughs) What happens? Why, all America reads it, of course. Boston.
0: Slowly he started moving toward her. Shall I take your coat, he asked. His words uttered like... The Bronx. Of course she'll stay a while he breathed, his eyes burning through her. She felt helpless and imprisoned
3: by...
2: And Barlow Corners.
1: She could feel his breath upon her cheek as soft music filled the room. The night has just begun, he said. And then, with a shocking, terrible suddenness, his lips found hers. The room went dark. Mm-hmm. Hot cigarette.
2: <laughs> and now, since all America is asking, who is this Carolyn Adams that wrote this book? Let's step into her publisher's office and find out.
1: Well, it's certainly about time you got into town. I've been shoveling money into your bank account like mad, and I've got the movie rights for you to sign, and. Well, haven't you anything to say?
3: Have you got an aspirin, please?
1: Of course. Janet, an aspirin for Miss Adams. Yes, sir. Now, Theodora. Oh, let's... Mr.
3: Stevenson, please don't mention that name. Huh? I'm Carolyn here, Carolyn Adams. <laughs>
1: Still scared of Linfield, Connecticut, eh? Still scared they'll find out that Carolyn Adams is Theodora Lynn.
3: I think I'd just about die of shame. But my dear
1: young girl... Were you
3: raised in a small town by a maiden aunt? No. Have you taught Sunday school for the past ten years? No. Have you played the organ in church since you were fifteen? No. Well, I have. And right now I ask myself, where did Carolyn Adams come from? How did all this start?
1: (laughs) You walked in one day with a very promising manuscript.
3: Oh, I thought it was just romantic... I must have been mad. Yesterday, I had to read it aloud to my aunt. It sounded positively indecent.
1: (laughs) But profitable. Tell me, how did you manage to get away today?
3: They think I'm visiting Adelaide Perry. She's supposed to have a job down here.
1: Well, hasn't she?
3: No, no. You see, Adelaide is... Well, I... I'm sorry. It's a
1: secret. Well, you keep her secret and I'll keep yours. I promise you the identity of Carolyn Adams will never be known. No one will ever find. Uh,
4: Janet, old girl, you know, that's silly. Steve is always into me. Listen. Forget it, darling. I'll just go in.
1: He's coming in. Oh,
4: hello. He's in. (laughs) Well, now, there's a profound observation. Michael Dobbs is my name.
3: Mr. Stevenson, you promise. Oh,
4: he's harmless. Michael, run along and stop bothering Miss Adams, Miss Adams. Oh, Carolyn Adams? Well, you ought to meet me, Miss Adams. I painted the woman for the cover of your book, that uh, glorious woman. Oh, she
3: may be glorious, but she's also underdressed.
4: Oh, sorry, that's how I found her, between the covers <gasps> of your book. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mr. Dobbs, if you don't mind. Uh, you're Carolyn
1: Adams. going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about our business? Well, I'm
3: sorry, but I promised to drop in on Adelaide.
1: Then how about later? Dinner maybe? Oh,
3: no, no, I couldn't. I have to catch an early train back to, uh, back home.
4: Oh, home? Where's that, Miss Adams?
3: Well, it's, it's, uh... Out
1: west. Uh, 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 way out west on the range.
3: Yes, it's, it's, yes, it's out west. (laughs)
1: Look, can't you take a later train? We've simply got to get these details cleaned up. All we need is an hour at dinner. Just the two of us.
3: Well, of course, if it's important... Well, no,
1: that's...
4: Well, we can accomplish a lot in an hour.
3: Yes. (laughs) Especially if Mr. Stevenson and I are alone.
1: I thought it might be fun if you'd never been in a Swedish restaurant.
3: Well, this... it? This foreign food's pretty much of a mystery.
1: (laughs) Speaking of mysteries, you certainly had Michael popping all right.
3: Michael? Oh, Mr. Dobbs. Mm. He seemed a little mad.
1: He is. Why, he's apt to do anything. Oh. I remember once when he Mis- was... Mr. Stevenson, look.
4: Oh, hello. Hello. It's me again. It's me. Michael,
1: where did you come from?
4: Well, now, my mother says heaven and my friends say... Ah, oh, but then you know what friends say. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got here on time. I'm ravenous, sir.
1: Did anyone ask you to have dinner with us?
4: Well, did anyone ask me not to? <laughs> Wonderful food we have here, Miss Adams. Yes,
3: I could guess from the way your plate is loaded. Well,
4: you know how it is with growing boys.
3: No. How is it with growing boys?
4: Uh, oh, you got me, pal. I, how would I know? <laughs> your martini, Mr. Stevenson. Oh, my. Well, only one? Dear me. Come, come. Aren't you having anything, Miss Adams?
3: Uh, not drinking, thank you.
4: What, you mean you never drink?
3: Did I say I never drink?
4: No, but you look like you never drink. And for Carolyn Adams, that's very strange. Now, tell me.
1: <laughs> it's no use, Michael. Carolyn just won't take her back hair down.
4: Oh, I was just wondering. Has she any back hair? <laughs> After all, a single You know, all
3: this talk about drinking's made me just a trifle thirsty. Oh,
4: now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> a martini, Miss Adams?
3: Straight whiskey, Mr. Dobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, Stevie. You're three courses late. Yeah.
1: Say, you and Michael aren't eating dinner. You're drinking
3: it. <laughs> I, I was just showing the gentleman my back hair. <laughs> Did you say it was down now, Mr. Browns? Oh.
4: Well, I wouldn't say it wasn't.
3: You wouldn't say it wasn't. <laughs> well, then skull, yeah. Michael. Skull! Oh. Oh, oh pure accident.
1: Uh, look, Carolyn, it's getting late. Maybe I should take you to your train.
3: Oh, why'd you rush, Stevie? They run all night.
1: Uh, sure. Why don't you go home, old man? Yeah, you I you can put her on the, train? Sure, you put me on the train. Of course.
3: Sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll give us time to run up to Harlem. Sure,
3: we can mm. run up to Harlem.
4: Carolyn, there's a little hot spot I know. A
3: little
4: hot spot? Yeah. Unless, of course, you don't dance,
3: too. Oh, what do you mean I don't dance, too? Did I say I didn't dance, too? <laughs> I'm flying, Michael. I'm floating on a breeze. Yeah. Ouch! Pure <laughs> accident?
4: Oh, go on. That was no accident. That was my foot.
3: Mm-hmm. You had your mind all made up about me, didn't you? <laughs> thought I didn't drink. Thought yeah. I didn't dance.
4: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I'd like to tell you. <clears throat> only, uh, only you'd never visit a man's apartment, oh. or uh, would you?
3: Well, did I say I wouldn't? <laughs>
4: Ah, well, this is it, my dear. My own little nest.
3: Oh, it's a lovely little place, Michael. So cozy and intimate. Yeah,
4: well, that's something coming from an expert.
3: Oh, well, you know how it is. Who, me? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, now, after all, anyone who could write such a sensational novel must be experienced. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Shall I take your coat? My... A coat? Yes, of course, you'll stay a while, won't you, my dear?
3: Well, naturally, why not? Oh, I
4: don't know, this hour of the night A man's apartment, lights soft oh, and low yes, yes. <laughs> yes,
3: it's charming, it's perfectly charming <laughs> Drink? Yes, I was just going to mention that
4: God, again? Y- yes, hmm. I,
3: I, I, yes, I Well, why do you look at me like that? You, you, you were going to mix a drink Ah, uh, Carolyn Oh, I'd better go. It's getting late.
4: Late? Why, the night has just begun.
3: Oh, no, no, no. You're
4: very beautiful, my no, no, dear. No no,
3: no, 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 please. Please. Please.
4: Oh, you're adorable, enchanting. Oh, no, no. oh you oh, darling.
3: No, 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 Stop, stop. Don't you dare. I'm uh, going now. Don't you follow me. I'll scream if you do. One moment, I'll scream. I'll call the police. That's what I'll do. I'll call the police. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pardon me, ma'am I'm a stranger in Linfield Yes? I'm looking for the ad- I mean the uh, Lynn home
2: Don't seem to me You're looking very hard Hanging right on the front gate And
3: whistling on the Sabbath I declare I don't know What we're coming to <laughs> Michael, Michael, what are you doing here?
4: Well, you forgot your purse in my apartment. Here it is.
3: Now, see here, Mr. Michael Dobbs... Hugh
4: Berry is the name, ma'am. Right smart weather we're having.
3: <laughs> you get out of this town as fast as you can. Now,
4: is that the way to treat, treat an old friend, an old drinking companion?
3: Hmm? Michael, Michael, listen. My Aunt Mary's in there. She heard you whistling and sent me out to get rid of you. And Adelaide's mother's in there, too. Mrs. Perry, the worst gossip in town.
4: Fine old homestead you got here, lady. Oh,
3: will you please go? Of course,
4: your lawn looks seedy. Those vines need training. Oh, Michael,
3: don't joke.
4: I'm not joking. You could use a gardener. Oh,
3: don't be absurd. We never had one. Lady,
4: you've got one. (laughs) Now listen, Michael
3: (laughs) Oh, Where did he come from?
4: (laughs) I found him at the station Uh, He's the only one who'd come down to meet me We're throwing in together, aren't we, Jake? I call (laughs) him Jake
3: (laughs) (laughs) Michael, Michael, please What's going on out there? What does he want, Theodora?
4: I want work, ma'am, work
3: He he, he says he's a gardener, auntie Not interested We don't need a gardener, and if we did, we wouldn't hire a loafing stranger.
4: Oh, I'm no loafer, ma'am. I was just telling the little lady here about my life.
3: Well, don't go shouting it out there on the street.
4: Oh, well, you're right, ma'am. I'll come in. Long doggy, get along, little doggie. Get along, little doggie. Get along, hardy neighbor. Get along, little doggie. Get, morning, squire. And get along, little doggie.
3: Get along, little dog. You little lunatic! Huh? Oh. What are you doing with that dog hitched to the lawnmower?
5: <laughs> Good
3: morning, Mrs. Cobb. Morning, Theodora. Can't stage a circus in this front yard? <laughs> Unhitch that barking dog and stop the. Oh. Good morning, Miss Wilson. Nice day, Theodora. Go on, I'm up. Oh,
4: all right. Now run along, Jake, and remember it's a disgrace to have a little fun in Linfield. Well, uh, <clears throat>
3: what now, ma'am? Come on, get down behind this hedge where they can't see us. Here, take this trowel and pretend to be busy.
4: <laughs> okay, lady.
3: Michael, Michael, look. You've had your laugh. Why don't you go away? Well, why don't you? Well, I'm happy here.
4: Go on. No quaking rabbit was ever happy. What you need is a big, broad, flexible outlook.
3: What I need is for you to go back to New York.
4: That's what I mean. Here you are, full of normal desires, but they're being strangled, and for a lovely woman with a talent, that's a sin.
3: what can you do about
4: it? Wendy, I'm gonna break you out of this jail.
3: You wouldn't tell them about Carolyn Adams.
4: New, new, new. You're gonna do that yourself.
3: You're mad.
4: Uh uh, uh no, I'm not. Remember the big, broad, flexible outlook.
3: Well, I- uh, idiot, look what you've done to that rose bush. Uh. It's almost out of the ground.
4: Well, bless my sinner's soul.
3: Transplanting, no doubt.
4: Not a bad idea. You keep a bush in one place too long, it uses up all the nourishment in that spot. Then you know what happens? It stops growing, settles down to a dull existence. Mm
3: -hmm. Well, that takes care of the flowers. Now the birds?
4: Nope, no birds. Now about people. Sometimes people need new soil, too, with new life in it. Mm -hmm. Trouble is, most plants and people are dead and don't know
5: it.
3: Uh So you're going to resurrect me?
4: Well, that wasn't exactly the word. (laughs) But I think you sort of got the idea.
2: So ends Act One of Theodora Goes Wild, starring Cary Grant, Irene Dunn, and Hanley Stafford. Before we hear Act Two, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther.
0: Do you remember the song that was so popular a few years back? The song about wishing will make it so. Well, wishing may help some things come true, but it won't make a dry, rough skin look any softer or smoother. It won't make blackheads or big pores disappear, won't ease away tired lines around the eyes and mouth. If you want a wonderfully clean, fresh-looking skin, the kind of skin that makes your whole appearance seem more youthful and attractive, you must do something about it. And I mean something more than just wishing. You must give your skin regular daily care and now thanks to modern science all you need for that purpose is one cream millions of women all over the country no doubt many of them your neighbors your own friends can tell you that today all you need to keep your skin looking its youngest and loveliest is lady esther four purpose face cream for this one cream by itself takes care of four of the most vital and important needs of your skin first Lady Esther Face Cream thoroughly cleans your skin, leaving it immaculately fresh. Second, it softens your skin and helps smooth away any dry, taut look around your eyes or mouth. Third, it makes your skin look lovelier and more delicate by helping nature refine the pores. And fourth, it leaves a smooth base for powder. Just try Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream and see why millions of lovely women Now use no other cream for the complete daily care of their skin.
2: And now the curtain rises on the second act of Theodora Goes Wild, starring Irene Dunn as Theodora, Cary Grant as Michael Dobbs, and Hanley Stafford as Arthur Stevenson. Michael Dobbs is still in Linfield, posing as an humble gardener and teaching Theodora the big, broad, flexible outlook. His educational course includes many things a trip to the woods to gather berries.
3: When he's nice, he's nice. I I sort of like him, really.
2: Then a little fishing trip.
3: He's good looking, too. A wonderful smile.
2: And then, inevitably, a kiss. Mm, What's happening? I liked it. Of course, in the meantime, local tongues had begun to wag, and now Theodora is excitedly telling Michael all about it.
3: It was just like a delegation, Michael. With Mrs. Perry as the sort of a spokesman, but I told them off, all right. You <laughs> did. It it's a free country, I said. I'm over twenty-one, and what I choose to do is none of Linfield's business. <laughs> I invited the whole town to go jump in the lake. <laughs> That gardener will stay as long as I want him. And that's forever because I love him, I said.
4: You did?
5: You did? <laughs>
3: that's what I told them, Michael. And uh, it's true.
4: Oh, that's what you told them. <clears throat>
5: yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Oh, darling, I was so thrilled to hear myself say it and proud, too. Well, I I guess we have a lot to talk about, Michael.
5: Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess we have. <laughs> well, uh... Better not start tonight, though, huh?
3: Are you proud of me, Michael?
4: Oh, uh, I'll tell the world, baby.
3: <laughs> baby? Oh, oh, I never thought anyone would call me that. Oh, would you like to kiss baby goodnight? Would you?
4: Huh? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> until tomorrow, darling.
4: Sure, uh, until tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Michael, are you there? That's funny. Where is he, Jane? Where is he? What's the matter? Oh, a note. A note. Oh, oh. all right, all right. I've got it. All right, just give me a chance to read it. Theodora, you're free, baby. Step out and be yourself. I'm on my way again to find more gardens to set in order. Good luck. And kiss Carolyn Adams for me. Oh, Jake.
4: Mr. Dobbs. Mr. Dobbs, wake up. Huh? What? Ten o'clock, Mr. Dobbs. Somebody's here to see you. Oh, this early? Who? Well, uh, it's a kind of a... That's him. Hey!
3: Hey, Jake. Hello, Michael. See, Adora.
4: What are you doing down here?
3: You forgot your dog. Oh. Hey, Hemingway,
4: keep that hound quiet. Take him out of the kitchen. Have you got a bone? First,
3: I ain't got no bone, but I got a mighty nice lemon
5: pie. <laughs>
3: Mr. Dobbs, uh, we had something to talk about, remember?
4: Yes, yes, I remember. Well, I'll admit you've got an explanation coming. I ran away because, well...
3: Uh, because I threw myself at you and you were frightened.
4: no. No, because I felt the same way about you And I had no right to
3: Why not? Michael, why not?
4: Well, I'm, I'm married
3: Married?
4: No, not really married We've been washed up for five years I haven't seen him for three
3: But Michael I
4: know, I know, I know all that Why don't I clean the decks, get a divorce? <laughs> That's just the trouble I can't
3: Well, I don't understand
4: Well, my father's in politics He's lieutenant governor A scandal in the family would hit him hard You know how politics are I promised there wouldn't be any divorce while he held public office. How did I know I was going to meet you?
3: Oh. Michael, do you love me?
4: Ah, darling, you know I do. Once I'm free... How
3: long will that take?
4: Another two years.
3: Two years?
4: Yeah, two years. Another thing I can do about it. I'm trapped.
3: Oh, two years. Oh, you know, Michael, what you need is a model.
5: Hmm. A what?
3: An artist model. The right one might be a great help to you. I don't
4: want a model. Don't
3: struggle, Michael. You've got one. Who? Me. Well, what in heaven's name for? Oh, to mow the lawn, transplant things.
4: Oh, I get it. Joke, huh? Very funny. You
3: mm. see, Michael, you're living in a jail, too. I'm going to help you break out.
4: Now, look here, Theodora.
3: Oh, excuse me. Hello? Desk? Those bags and things that were left in the foyer. Send them up to Mr. Dobbs' apartment, please. Yes, thank you. Why, you're mad. What will your family think? I believe you taught me not to care, and besides, they think I'm staying with Adelaide Perry. Well, you'll cause a scandal. You can't move in here. I'm in.
4: Oh, we'll take care of that. Hemingway! Hemingway, Miss Lily's in. Pack up. I'm out.
1: But, Theodora, do you know what you're
0: doing?
3: Stevie, I was never more rational in my life. I want publicity. Lots of it. I want to talk to reporters about my past, my present, my future, if any. I want the true story of Carolyn Adams in every paper in the country and my picture on the jacket of every book of mine
1: sold. But, but we have no picture.
3: I'm having one made with my back hair down. Now, is that clear or do I find myself another publisher?
1: It's, it's clear.
3: Oh, well, that's fine. Oh. Oh, uh, Janet. Um, yes? Uh, an aspirin, please, for Mr. Stevenson. <laughs>
5: Oh,
4: Miss Adams, uh, could you tell us about your new book?
3: Of course. It's about a girl in a small New England town. Outwardly, she belongs to that narrow little community. But in her heart, she just longs to be called Baby. Uh,
4: (laughs) Would that be the story of your life?
3: Well, I wouldn't say it wasn't.
4: And uh, who would the man be?
3: The man? Oh, well, now, gentlemen, a lady's entitled to one secret. Hey,
4: what the devil's going on here, anyway?
3: Why, Michael!
4: Theodora, what's oh, the idea of these reporters? Hey, aren't you Michael Dobbs? Yes, and that's my scotch you're drinking. Yeah, good <laughs> now, deal. look here, Theodora. Oh,
3: Michael, darling, I'm so glad you're back baby's missed you so.
4: Hey, hey, wait a minute. Lay off. It's a clinch, Joe. Get it. Now, Theodora, take your arms away. Got it, Sam. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't print any picture of me. I'll break your neck. I'll yeah, I'll... we'll just print what we see, Mr. Dobbs. And from where I stand, she's still got her arms around these Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're crying about, Jake. I'm the one that's in the doghouse. Look at these headlines, will you? Lieutenant Governor's son sued for divorce. Famous author is named. Playboy artist caught playing.
5: <laughs>
4: oh, that's fine. Fine. Hello. Hello. Is that you, Mr. Don? Yes, Hemingway. Uh, what's she done now? Miss Lynn? Oh, she ain't done nothing. But there's a telegram here from your father. Uh, I was expecting that. Open it up. I kind of had it open already. That's how I know it's from your father. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's have it. What's it say? It says, do not approve scandal, but have seen Miss Lynn's picture and heartily approve her. Good luck, Dad. What? Good luck. He said that? Then, then, then... Hey, Hemingway, I want to talk to Miss Lynn. Miss Lynn ain't here right now, Mr. Dahl. But do you know where she went? Well, uh, she said uh, when you called, I tell you she's in the central hospital. Uh, the hospital? Yes, sir. Said you could find her in the maternity ward. Maternity? <laughs> mater- Say, how far is she going to go? She's
0: in this room, Mr. Dahl. Oh, thank you.
3: Oh, Michael, darling, hello.
4: Now, Theodora, this is too much. I won't have it, you hear? Have what? Well, this baby. You can't defy convention like this. It's absolutely ridiculous.
3: It isn't ridiculous to Adelaide. Adelaide? Mrs. Perry's girl, Adelaide, it's her baby. Hers? I... Well, Michael, don't look so shocked. She's married. She's out on the sun deck with her husband right now. Oh,
4: oh. Oh, gosh. For a minute, you had me going. Oh.
3: The big, broad, flexible outlook, huh?
4: Oh, well... After all, what do you expect? How do you think I'd feel about the girl I'm going to marry? Marry? It's all right with Dad. My divorce will come up in a couple of weeks, and I'll be free and I, and I, and I... Well, uh, will you, Theodora?
3: Oh, Michael, Michael, darling.
4: Yeah. <laughs> just, a <clears throat> just a quiet little wedding and then a honeymoon. And then we'll both get back to work. I'll paint, you'll write. And then. And then, uh, well, and then, uh. Well, and... uh. Well. <clears throat> Adley didn't have such a bad idea. Uh, Maybe after a while, I mean, well, maybe we'll... uh... Well, what do you think, darling?
3: Well, I didn't say we won't.
2: Thank you, Miss Dunn, Mr. Grant, and Mr. Stafford, for bringing us the story of Theodora Goes Wild. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players are indeed grateful that you could be our guests tonight.
3: Thank you, Mr. Bradley. We're all aware of the fine work being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and Clinic, and to know that the benefits from this program support that work makes our annual appearance with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players a real pleasure. We'll be back soon. And now, before we tell you about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther.
0: Thank you, Miss Dunn. Ladies, do you know why I make only one kind of face cream instead of a whole long line of beauty preparations? Because one cream is all you need, and anything else is sheer waste. Does your skin feel a little rough when you touch it with your fingers, a little dry and flaky? Then see how quickly Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream loosens and absorbs those clinging flakes, makes your skin feel soft and smooth again. Does your skin look dust-laden and grimy at the end of the day, the pore openings clogged with dirt and stale makeup? Well, see how thoroughly Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream cleans and refreshes your skin, leaving it with a look of radiant, immaculate grooming. Yes, and see how much finer the texture of your skin looks after using Lady Esther Face Cream. See how much smoother your face powder looks on your skin, how much younger and more attractive your whole appearance has become. Lady Esther Face Cream asks no help of any other cream or lotion. It cleans your skin, softens your skin, helps nature refine the pores, and leaves a perfect base for powder. I know that when you start using it, all your friends will think something wonderful must have happened to you. You'll look so gay and blooming. So ask for Lady Esther for purpose face cream and start using it for a fresher, lovelier, younger-looking skin.
2: The Lady Esther Screen Guild Players will present Only Yesterday. It will star Loretta Young and Joseph Cotton. Be sure to listen. Irene Dunn will soon be seen in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production, A Guy Named Joel. Cary Grant is soon to be seen in the Columbia picture, Yes, Sir, That's My Baby. Hanley Stafford can also be heard as radio's popular character, Daddy, on the Baby Snooks program. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. For economy's sake, get the largest size of Lady Esther for-purpose face cream and the larger size of Lady Esther face powder. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you. And good night, all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.